Mindy Stern. And I'm JD Cargill. And I'm Michelle Abrego. And this is Friends Some and Then Some. We are three. Oh, yeah. We love that applause. The crowd goes wild. We are three friends. We've been friends forever, like decades. And we met back in the local news scene here in Los Angeles. And we thought, what better way to not only keep our friendship strong, but also show how you can thrive and not just survive through midlife with the power of friendship. That's right. We have brutal honesty when it comes to one another and it's always said with love and support humor and friendship is the base of everything and we hope that you can join us and maybe walk away with some fun life hacks some tips some inspiration and because we're all going through this crazy thing called midlife because we are midlife af and flossom ah and this is friends Friends and and oh yeah Bringing the house down. Oh, my gosh. Man, that crowd is huge. Six feet apart. They are huge, though. You guys are such a sight for sore eyes. How long has it been? Uh, I feel like five minutes? a week at least since <laughs> at we've least seen each least. other. <laughs> Feels like forever. Oh my god, this is exciting. This is this kind is of a exciting. reunion show of it sorts is. in many respects. We all started at KTLA many, many years ago, That's and right. today our guest was there when we all were together working. And I'm really excited to talk to her about her journey in friendship and love and fitness and all sorts of exciting things that have been happening in her life. We and we're still are. we're still in the beginning of the year, 2021. Mm-hmm. A lot of people called it the what the quarantine fifteen. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it was I called it the COVID nineteen. <laughs> yeah, mine was more. I like got the, the COVID nineteen. No, but got the pandemic. Uh, 80. This is an antibody right here. <laughs> the this. pandemic what? Eighty. Eighty. Because <laughs> I like round numbers. <laughs> And, and 80 is a round number. More, this, the truth is, this is kind of like a thing going around. I mean, having a, a show that includes some really good takeaways about fitness, about how to make your best life and self, especially at the beginning of a year when we're all kind of thinking about that. I know I could Sucking use some tips. Like, I know I could. <laughs> My spanks are working overtime. So what's cool is it's we're, we're getting, we're killing two birds with one stone because mm-hmm. we get to talk to a, a very longtime friend that started out at, like we all did as work friends and she has also an amazing journey that she went on just shy of two years ago mm-hmm. that was life-changing, life, life-altering, life altering, but not just because, oh, it's a weight loss journey. It wasn't a vanity it's, project. It was she it life literally it created was a community, which yeah. I think is a big part of friendship, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where you can get a really great friend that you never knew, but you got on this yoga journey or a spiritual journey, mm-hmm. um, any kind of journey you go on and you find a new community or you, in this case, Lynette Romero. Yay, Yay! Lynette. Welcome to the show. She Welcome to Friends of the community. Oh, a beautiful megawatt Lynette, smile. How are you? How are you? I'm so happy to be here, you guys. And just looking at you guys, I, I wish I could reach out and touch you. I just want to give you a hug. You know, just smoosh you, smoosh you. Um, but I'm doing gloves. great. I'm happy to be here. And I've been watching your podcast and watching you on social media and seeing what you guys are doing. And it's really exciting. I think the fact that we're all still surviving yeah, yeah. Uh, and thriving is pretty fantastic, if you ask me. It is. Well said. And you, you know what, Lynette has had an incredible career with KTLA. That's where we all met. You've mm. been the weekend, the nighttime, and now the morning. 23 and, and, years. I mean, you've had a very long, successful career for KTLA, and 
just you are probably one of the most respected journalists, someone I know who is someone who delivers journalism in such a real, authentic yes. and non-biased way. I wish all newscasters delivered journalism the way you did. This world would be a very different place if it were the case. Agreed. But uh, have mad respect for you and your background and all you've been through. You've, you've, you've really worked hard at this and you deserve all that success. So uh, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, very much. I should say, you know, one of my best memories when you when I when I started at KTLA, I was just a puppy. It was 21 or 22. And I I think I broke onto the lot and made them take me. But, um, and JB did. <laughs> I, I learned from Mindy. I learned from JB. But I remember at that time, you know, there's not a lot of people at KTLA that were still there back then. And Lynette was just so kind. Yeah. And, and you and Stan Chambers were the two people who the first time you remembered you met me. And like the next time we saw it, just like a week later, you remember my name. That's, and you know how far wow, that goes. Like huge. I'm getting goosebumps, and I, I have such a special place Aww. for you in my heart. So, and I, my boyfriend and I watch for you, you to every even weekend. say my name, JD, with Stan Chambers is like the That's greatest honor. Good. I can't even Those tell be you be because best. we all, all of us know yeah. um, the saint that he was, the living saint here on earth. So, thank you for that. But you know, I think you have to treat people the way you want to be treated yourself. I mean, that's the golden rule, and. The, the great thing about you, JD, is you walk into a room. How could you not be remembered? Like seriously, <laughs> he's unforgettable. No matter how hard you try to forget, right? <laughs> it's burned on there. It's like seeing a train wreck. I have no. a question. Have <laughs> either you, of you had sweet. a sponge bath by Lynette Romero? Okay, no, wow. this is a great okay, story that, though. That is well, a, such a random segue. We have relationships. Respectable journalism to SpongeBob. Not to get personal. What kind of Please show do. is this? Please do exactly. get personal. Can we delve into maybe a historical Well, story? I love that you're so <laughs> clueless about the I'm Sponge totally Bath that Lynette was forced to give me because of you. Because what did I do? Yeah, it's your fault. <laughs> Okay, so I will tell the story. Let me paint a picture. Okay. We're in Big Bear. Okay. We have a live show, and I brought Mindy with us to be on the show with Mark Krisky. Always we trouble go when I come live. Well, we, if we, we go live Monday morning, so of course we have to make a weekend out of it, so we push it back. So we partied Saturday, Sunday, then we went live on Monday. So after Monday... <laughs> The show's over. Mindy's like, let's get in one more snowboarding, skiing. Let's do it. Let's do it. Oh, oh. And I was like, really? We've got the dogs back at the house. we got to clean. Everybody already left us. So it was up to me and Mindy to clean the whole place that we had rented. Um, and she's like, yeah, let's do it. Well, let's get let's get some hot instructors and pretend we don't know what we're doing. So we totally did. We got two really hot instructors. Oh, yeah. We went up on the mountain. And about an hour in, I'm like, okay, Mind, because, you know, I always the producer. I'm like, we got to go. We got to clean the house. Last we got to get last down one, the mountain. More, I got to actually go back to work. She goes, no, one more, one more run. Let's do it. <laughs> everyone's had that friend, right? One Great more Great impersonation, by the way. One yeah. more, you know, everyone's had that friend. <laughs> Looking in the mirror. That's that friend. So we go on one more. And I had some serious epic falls that day. I was Snap, challenging crackle, myself. I was pop. doing the, mm -hmm. the, you know, the, you know how they okay, have the skateboard ramp. Okay, get to the story yeah, with Jesus. <laughs> we only have 30 minutes. It obviously was my last fall. I fell and Snapped. I broke. Rice Krispies. My ulna <laughs> oh, in half. No. And my elbow came up oh. to here to my shoulder. Oh, yeah, that was, cool. I remember that. All under a jacket, though. And I thought I was being really cool because I had wrist guards and, you know, uh, elbow pads because I was really going to go for it with my snowboarding venture. Um, but 
what I found out was when you wear wrist guards, it um, breaks above the wrist guard. Yeah, it's, that your actually wrist is, worse. is actually a natural shock that you'd want to, you would rather a wrist break than what yeah. I had. So what mm. it, it it happened was the shock had nowhere to okay, go. Okay, we don't need to get into the details Anywho. of all the break and the <laughs> so nastiness. So Mindy's the like, I get, you know, I get down the mountain via gurney and like dogs and, you know, paramedics. And Mindy's and down there with the two, hot, the, the two hot instructors. <laughs> like, what happened? What are you doing? I'm like, you need to drive me to the ER. So anyway, we go to the ER. They they were able to pop my elbow back in, but they said, we can't do anything about, you have a complete break. You need surgery. We can't do it here. You need to go down, down to, back to LA. Okay. So I'm like, with all this out, whatever. So Mindy, she did step up. She cleaned the whole house, got our dogs. At this point, I am on serious drugs, painkillers, whatever. Mm -hmm. It was Saturday. So I was loopy down the whole drive home. I get home and then find out I can't have surgery for a few days because mm. we couldn't find an orthopedic surgeon. And mm. anyway, so that's how somehow I ended up at Lynette bag? Romero's house <laughs> with no working. I, I couldn't take my clothes off. From, right. Oh, and I yeah. think I wore them for a whole day. Um, anyway, so she had to take my clothes off. I still had the complete break. Oh, I hadn't God. had surgery oh. yet. Oh, and gosh. she had to clean me before my You're surgery. You're a good friend, Lynette. You're a, thanks for stepping <laughs> so she, in. She, I'm telling you. You know, here's what I remember. <laughs> yeah, let's hear that, this. That was a really, I don't remember half of that. But I, I do either. remember you saying, oh, my God, I smell and I can't go to like, please, I got, I have to take a shower. Like, I think for you, Michelle, like, you know, showers and all that, like, that's really like cleanliness is next to godliness. Right. It was so important for you to take a shower. I was like, you're fine. You're fine. You no, know, you had to take a shower. And I so remember trying to get you undressed and having you, I was trying to get you to take off your underwear so I could get you in the shower. And you're like, Oh God, no, no, please. No, no. And you're, you were so mortified. <laughs> <laughs> said, I, so what did I say? You tell me. You, okay, I just remember you being mortified and me thinking, okay, how can I help this poor girl? So tell me what you remember after that. Oh, I was. I was mortified every step of the way. There was nothing um, intriguing about this moment. It was the most um, humbling moment of when you feel so vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And Lynette walked me into that not only was I in severe pain, but I, it was the broken wing syndrome. I call right. it yeah. where you just feel so vulnerable. You feel like just at your worst. And I was about to go into surgery the next day. My mom had to fly in town to take care of me after, but she couldn't get there till already that I would be in surgery. So Lynette was there for Aww, me. Lynette was there for me Lynette. in a really, really hard time, and it was embarrassing. That is friendship. Beyond, and I, yeah. it's hard to embarrass me. Yeah, but I you was, don't get embarrassed easily. <laughs> no, you know. I mean, I pretty much let it all hang out. But that for some reason, that, if we just like expand on you, I, you meant. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I remember. Let me just say really quick. I remember saying to you, Michelle, you would do this for me. Yes, she would. I yes. know you would do this for me. And I said, you just, you just have to just let it go. I promise you it's she okay. Said, it it's going to be okay. And if I needed you, you would be there yeah, for me. So let me be here for you. That's really um, sweet. Clearly I bailed. She stepped out of her underwear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Mindy was if nowhere to be found. I'm like, Lynette knew bye -bye. just what I she needed to house. say. <laughs> I took the dogs. I broke your arm. Bah, I did my part. <laughs> Meanwhile, the true so, part of that story is... Michelle knew she was going to the hospital where all those doctors were. She's like, we got to make this look a lot better. I don't care if I'm in surgery, girl. Go to town. 
If we can't have those ski instructors, let's oh move on to the next, yeah, <laughs> the <Michelle>. next plan. <laughs> you mentioned vulnerability in there. And I think that kind of is a theme for Lynette and what you have shared. And I think for that's sure. a good segue to talk a little bit about the last journey of the last year and how, how vulnerable you have made yourself and how much that has really catapulted you into a place of inspiration and has been such a journey for you. Can you like, can you walk us through the little bit of what's happened over the year that kind of created a whole life shift for you? Because I think that's important for people to know as to why we're here and what we're talking about today. Well, it was right about this time in 2019 when, um, actually, no, I'm sorry. I came, I I went public with it a year ago Mm. this time in 2020 when I said people were, you know how you always hear about new year, new you. Um, My my, I remember we did a story on the on the news and it was new year, new me, actually say me, say me just better. Right. That was my hope. So what ended up happening is in um, April of 2019, um, my husband said to me right around that time, he said, you know, honey, you haven't been in to see our doctor. We have the same doctor. And I said, no, I was there last year. And he said, no, I don't think so. So I made you an appointment. Good husband nice. makes the appointment anyway. Um, I go in and the doctor, this is a doctor who actually you guys might have seen him. Um, at my wedding, oh. <laughs> uh, I, I know him well. Yes, I know him well. He's been tracking so you for he, some he time. At a wedding. <laughs> yeah, he knows me, right? So I get there and he said, where have you been? I haven't seen you. And, and I said, no, I was here last year. He looks, looks it up in the chart. I hadn't been there in three years. <gasps> if you would have put a Bible in front of me, I would have said I was there the year before. Uh, my mom lives with us. Um, we take care of her. She has dementia. I take her to Kaiser. I can't even tell you how many times, right? My daughter, who's 16, I, I make sure she gets to all of her appointments. Make sure my husband gets his appointments. Typical and I caretaker. Care of You're taking care mm-hmm. of everyone Last else but yourself. List. Classic. Mm-hmm. It's classic, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I was, you know, super stressed. We had restaurants that we were, you know, struggling with. We had, I work, my schedule is an overnight schedule. I get up at 1.45 in the morning to report <sighs> three days a week uh, to be camera ready by 3.30 a.m. So I'm on a really weird schedule. So I never get enough sleep. All of those things, right? I wasn't working out because I was having problems with my knee. It was swollen. So I hadn't worked out in a long time. Um, and he said, what is going on with you? And, um, so he's a Sikh. So he has like, you know, his hair is up and he's yeah. like, he's like talking to Deepak Chopra. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just something so special about him. <laughs> I love it. And so he looked it. at me, he said, what's going on with you? And I burst into tears. Aww. I just started sobbing. And, um, and, and he, so basically he said, okay, let's take your blood pressure. I took my blood pressure and it was like 175 over. 80 something or 90 something. I can never remember the bottom number. I always remember yeah, the 175 because yeah. I'm like, I have low blood pressure, like 108, 110. That's high. And he said, yeah, he said, this is bad. You're classic. He said, this is classic. You're a walking time bomb. This mm-hmm. is not okay. And we're going to put you on blood pressure medication and you've got to get it together. And this is too much stress. You're what's, you know, he, like he really like did not, he did not cut corners. And so blood pressure medication, are you kidding me? Like that was the, when too he young, said that, like, it was just, I couldn't this. believe it. So basically he said, you've got to lose some weight. Um, you've got to get healthy. You've got to take care of yourself. You've got to eat better. You've got to exercise. You've got to sleep. Like you've got to do everything that you're doing for everybody else. You have to do for you. Mm. Uh, Cause you're not doing for you. You're doing for everyone else. And um, I went home and I, so I said, okay, I'm going to do this. I know how to do this. Here's the thing. I've struggled with my weight my whole life. I, I remember in fourth grade, that was the first time I remember going on a diet. I didn't feel comfortable in my own skin. I was, I, I, I remember thinking I can't eat that because I have to go on a diet. Oh, a fourth grader, fourth what fourth grade. grader goes through that? It's terrible. 
Um, but I clearly remember that's when I started that, my battle. And so I've done everything. I've done Jenny Craig. I've done Weight Watchers. I've done the cabbage soup diet. I've done um, Execusum. I've done Lindora. And I've had success. Like So it's been kind of like this Yo-yo. pretty much my whole right. life. But I've yeah, I mean, I've been able to sustain it for a while. And then, you know, then I got pregnant and then and then this happened, that happened. But I've always wanted to lose weight, always. Even when I was at my thinnest, I wanted to lose five more pounds. Ugh. So I know how to do it. So I thought, okay, I can do this. So that's that was in April. He said, I want to see you in June. So by June, I'd only lost about seven pounds, I think, maybe eight. Um, and I was doing the stuff that I had done before, but it just, you know, it just wasn't coming off very fast. Um, and so then when I went in to see him again, I said, um, cause I was trying to get off the blood pressure medication and he's like, no. And I said, what do you think about intermittent fasting? Cause I had been researching it. I'd heard about it. Some friends at work had tried it and I'd seen some success. And I said, I, you know, I, a lot of people think that this, this is really kind of w- the way we should be eating. And again, my Deepak Chopra guide <laughs> said, he's like, oh, absolutely. Said, I've done it. I, he said, I would highly recommend it. You should do the research, um, but I, it works. He said, I do it myself. And that's all I needed. So then I was like, the reporter in me went crazy and I became hungry. And, yeah, right. <laughs> I basically just um, devoured information. So um, I Googled everything. I started researching it. Uh, Dr. Jason Fung is one of the pioneers and leading experts on it. Um, he's got many books about it. Uh, Jen Stevens is, has a book on it. There are all these podcasts. There's all these you know, articles you can read. There's TED Talks. There's YouTube channels. So I went crazy. And here's what, what clicked for me um, is when I learned about something called autophagy. And you really have to do some deep research mm-hmm. to, to figure this out. But basically... We have been duped into thinking that we need to feed ourselves nonstop. You, everybody, everybody says, okay, three meals a day, two snacks. Yep. Um, and basically you're eating every 90 minutes, right? That's what right. they say. You keep feeding yourself feed and then that's going to keep your metabolism up yeah. and boom, yeah. you're going to lose weight. I've heard that so oh. many times. That's not how we're designed. Yeah. We all hear that, right? Mm-hmm. That's not how we're designed to eat because that's not the way our bodies have have worked, you know, generations, ancestors, our ancestors did not eat like they that. They fasted right. a lot until the food was there. Yeah, exactly. Ca- Could you imagine cavemen exactly. just sitting around like having three meals a day? <laughs> I couldn't. Right. And two snacks? <laughs> right. I need, I need like, a handful of almonds. I need a handful <laughs> of almonds. a little woolly mammoth right. chips. Like exactly. Crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. So what happens is if you go into a fasted state, you hit something called autophagy and that's when your body begins to heal itself. So because we feed ourselves nonstop, your body is never hungry. So your body never gets rid of all the junk that it's designed to get rid of. So when you hit autophagy and you have, usually that's about 25 hours into fasting and I didn't start there, but um, that was my goal, 25. So basically what happens is your body, um, it starts to recycle bad cells. It starts to go through the the misfolded proteins and the bad this and the bad that and all that stuff in your head that the the sticky the protein that stuff that turns to dementia and Alzheimer's the plaque exactly that feeds on sugar. So if you're feeding it sugar, it's going. Ooh, this is good. I'm happy. Keep it coming, baby. Same Keep with cancerous so cells, it never right? They love all sugar. the other stuff. Mm-hmm. Ooh. So, so I became intent on getting to autophagy. So the way I did that is I basically said, okay, I'm going to stop eating three hours before bed. I'm going to uh, skip breakfast and then I'm going to work out fasted. If a fasted workout is the best workout and it turned into 16 hours is easy, eight hours of it, you're asleep. So if you stop snacking, if you stop eating after dinner and you don't eat right away when you wake up in the morning, you're going to get 16 hours like that. Mm -hmm. Right. 
Right, right, like, like that. The so 20- then you have an eight-hour window of oh. eating. That's too long for me. So I turned it into an 18-hour fast, a six-hour window of eating. That was great. Then I turned it into a 20-hour fast and um, four hours of eating. And then it became OMAD where I was doing one meal a day. So I started what? doing that serious, serious, serious in June. And um, I'll open it up for questions in a minute. Yes, no, thank you. <laughs> I have so many. I'm so excited. Okay, So I basically from June until December, I lost um, 50 pounds. Oh, <sighs> I, I lost 50 pounds in six months. It was very consistent. It wasn't crazy. It was about a pound and a half here, two pounds there. Like every month, every week I would lose something. But it just... I, I never felt better. Was it easy? I wouldn't say it was easy, no, but I will I say imagine. being an expert on a lot of diets, it was one of the easiest diets I've ever done. It was just natural for me. Um, and it, I, it, it was sustainable. It was um, doable. I could see myself doing it forever because I never denied myself. So when I would finally eat, people would say, well, what do you eat? Um, so during the, the time when I was really, really losing weight, I would fast 20 hours and then David and I would go, my husband would go and get um, sweet green salad and I'd have a salad. I had everything on it. Um, I also cut out bread during this for inflammation for my knee, um, which really made a difference. And so then I would have a big salad, all the salad dressing I would want. I would eat the entire thing and then we would go have frozen yogurt and I would put like carob chips and sometimes I would put stickers in there. I did not deny myself, but I would stop. Then I would close my window and I wouldn't eat another thing until my window opened the next day. Uh, so I would keep my calories at about 1200 and I lost the weight. So by wow. the time. All about your heart. The, oh, well, so so he didn't take me off the medication right away. I went back in and you know how you go to the, de- the, the dentist, the doctor, and you don't want to be weighed. Like you're oh, like, oh, oh, you're like, oh, oh God, I can wait. Cause you Fist guys know me. Okay. Mindy, you know me. I'm like the good girl, right? Yeah. I like to be the teacher's pet. Yes. I like to play by the rules. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, can you weigh me? Can you weigh me? I've been a good girl. Like I could not wait to get on that scale. And every single time I went on the scale, <laughs> he was just like, shift. oh my gosh, what are you doing? So by December I was way down, but I hadn't, I actually, I had hit my goal. I just didn't know what my goal was. So I kept moving my goal until I felt better. Uh, my blood pressure was down, but he kept me on the medication. But by um, February of the next year, so by February of 2020, I had lost um, a total of 70 pounds oh, from that first wow. appointment. More, more than 70 pounds, actually. That's incredible. In a healthy, yeah. sustainable way. Congratulations. That is huge. So then COVID hits. <laughs> it's a, but you're still working. So you're I'm still, sorry? You, I mean, COVID hits right there around February, right? And that, and then, but so you're still So that's working. when COVID hit. So I was at like my peak at when COVID hit. Yeah. And so it's so interesting because I was like, wow, I'm in fighting shape. I was terrified. I didn't want to get sick. I didn't want my mom to get sick. But I couldn't have been... Um, more grateful that I was healthy. Yes. I was working out on my Peloton. That's the other piece. I did start working out like, and I really got serious about that too. So as soon as I started dropping the weight, then I was able to work out better. The inflammation in my knee was so much better. There's so much inflammation in our bodies oh and, and oh, fasting, fasting gets oh. rid of the inflammation like that. I can't imagine eating any other way. I can't imagine ever eating three meals a day and two snacks. And that's that over Christmas. And this is that I've been like pretty much the same weight, give or take, you know, two pounds, three pounds, four pounds, um, for the, for the last year, really since, since February of last year. Oh my gosh. Um, so this has been a whole year. But Oh yeah. Over Christmas though, I will tell you. And other times during that year, I would like just kind of say, okay, I'm not going to w- think about it. 
But even not thinking about it, I would get up and not eat. I would still fast. I would fast maybe maybe only 16 hours. I can, I can count on one hand how many times I fasted 16 hours or less. I almost always hit 18 hours. My sweet spot this is, is every 20 day. hours. I love fasting 20 hours. And here's what I'll tell you. So right now, I decided to do a long, an extended fast to hit some autophagy um, because I ate and drank a lot over the holidays. I just did. So I'm at, I had dinner at 6.30 on Thursday and I'm at 47 hours, 47 and a half hours. This is my little app that I use. What is the app called? It's called, um, this one's called Life. There's lots of them. Can you see it? It's too bright. Yeah, it's too bright. That's okay. You can screenshot it for us. Okay. But anyway, I will. So basically what I can tell you is it tells you when you hit ketosis. It tells you when you hit deep ketosis. Then it tells you when you hit autophagy. And so when I hit autophagy, that's so exciting. Your cells are now recycling old components, breaking down misfolded proteins, linked to Alzheimer's and other diseases. Like that's what you want, right? That's what you want. And then now I'm already in peak GH. So growth hormone is now five times what it was when you started your fast. So when you learn those things, it's not, okay, I want to lose weight. It's I want to do the best thing for my body to make my body the mean, lean fighting machine it's supposed to be. So I don't know how long I'm going to do it. I wanted to do at least 48 hours. That's a long but time. I've done 48 hours before. I've hit 66 hours before, but I've never hit 72. And at 72 hours, um, it kind of, the autophagy kind of peaks. peaks. Yeah. Like it doesn't go. <clears throat> so 72 is probably like where I would stop. I don't know if I'll do it. So I'll you please. do this. I feel great. Every day. Every, every day. day. Yeah. It's a, it's well, a I don't cycle. do this every day. I do extended fasting every once in a while. I try to hit 24 hours at least every week or two. But every day you um, do at least 16 I, hours. 20, she says. Every day I do something. When your at window least, is at 3 to 6 or 18. 4 to 7? Your window. Of eating? So it depends. So if I'm um, if I'm working my early morning shift, I stop eating usually by 3 or 4 because I'm going to go to bed. You know, I'm going to start winding six down around 6 or 7. Yeah. So I stop eating at three or four, and then I open my window sometime afternoon, depending on when I get my workout in. Wow. Um, if I'm going to stay up late, then I'll close my window at six. Like right now, I'm kind of closing my window at six and opening it sometime afternoon the next day. So that's 18 every time. This is so fascinating because you're right. We have all been fed this dialogue and this mantra that you have to eat all day long. And even my dad is always like, Joyce, you got to get your breakfast. You got to eat some food. And I'm like, well, maybe this is going against everything we've always yeah. like thought because like going back to our cave days and fasting and famine and, and energy consumption and cell reproduction and mm -hmm. health. I mean, uh, wh who, who was the one that told us to eat all these? Well, it's industry. It's Food. money. It's Monsanto. I mean, you think about it. Well, they it. will say the cereal companies. The yeah. cereal companies mm -hmm. yeah. said so, uh, it's breakfast. the industry you know, the most important of, food, meal of the day. high yeah. sugar too. Because other cultures, like uh, I have a really good friend who's Indian that they, they lit fasting is a routine Yeah, and it is a part of their culture. It's a part of, uh, a way of life. And I think because we're so westernized and the food industry, if you've seen any food documentaries, I've been a vegetarian for 33 oh, years. So I've up. seen a lot of documentaries on the meat industry, but just the lies you're told overall about food oh, yeah. are horrible. But I want to touch upon you personally, Lynette, because we're not just I mean, losing weight, what we could do in our 20s. I mean, men, obviously, they decide they want to lose weight, and it seems like they just drop 10 pounds. It's not no, fair. No, no, but no, we're no, in no, our no. midlife. We were all knocking on 50's door, or we're already there. You managed to do this. Ran right. through that door. You biatch. managed to do this um, in the middle of your midlife. Midlife. And, 
And not only, right, you look amazing. Yeah. You have a glow about you right now. And just, you have. I mean, we watch you, my boyfriend and I watch you every weekend. We love your show, the weekend show. I don't get up early. Um, <laughs> but um, you do, you can just see you radiate. Yeah. And it's not just your looks, but it's you're also happy, the energy, the, the way that you're, you are. You know, so it's a wonderful thing. I have a billion questions. Can I ask one real quick? Great. Um, my first yes. question is <laughs> hunger, question mark. So how do you deal with hunger? Or does it just go away or? Well, here's the thing, you know, hunger is interesting because it's such a mind game. We think, oh my God, I'm starving. I have to eat. If I don't eat, I'm going to die. You know what? I didn't, I haven't eaten for 48 hours. I'm alive. Yeah, it's well, fine. we watch Naked energy. and Afraid. They I'm go clear. 21 days. They're fine. I always tell my kids, you're hungry. You watch Naked and Afraid. You can go a couple hours more. You're fine. Being yeah, able it to takes do a it while to die from starvation. It really does. Right. And so if I were Water. dying, if I was starving, I would eat. I listen to my body. If I was dragging, if I felt tired and fatigued, if I got jittery, I would eat. Um, so dealing with hunger, for me, hunger sometimes is like, Okay, I'm hungry, so maybe that means that I have already gone through all of the glucose in my in my bloodstream, and now my body is going into the fat burning mode, and it's finding fuel from fat. I want that. Maybe now my body is going through and getting all the gunk out of you know my brain. I want that. So so hunger can in some ways be your friend. You don't want to be crazy about it. You want to be smart about it, but it's okay. I would rather be hungry now than the way I used to feel when I would overeat. Yeah. And right. be like, oh, oh I'm bloated. Or, and that's it, the worst feeling. I hate that feeling. Yeah. You're 47 hours in right now, and you're clearly like very sharp. sharp alert. Like, it's all, you're just such a, a great representation for this, which is why I have so many questions. I'm sorry about that. Um, just one more if I could ask you. You know, you mentioned having gone through a bunch of different diets through your life, but this one sounds like it's yeah. really sticking. And I've also heard you say that you really researched this one. Do you think the amount of time you spent really studying this diet and understanding this way of, I don't want to call it a diet, but this lifestyle, is that part of what made makes it easier to stick to that you really understand it? Yes. I would say yes and no. But that's that I really, whenever I would do a diet, I would be like kind of a little bit um, uh like so focused, so uber focused on it. Like it would, I would think about it, you know, kind of 24 seven, I would really get into it. I was like, you know, live, breathe, eat it. Um, no pun intended. Um, <laughs> this one, same thing, but the, what's different about this one, JD, is I think that it was, it became not just about the weight. Of course we all want to look better, especially in this job that I'm in. And I'm, like you said, I'm over 50 and there, there's some young, beautiful, talented women coming up that want my job tomorrow. Yesterday, they want my job. So I know that that's part of my job and my reality and living in Hollywood and all those things. But for me, what sealed the deal and has made it sustainable is, is the health benefits, right. honestly. Like to think oh, that child, I could you be... be doing something that, yeah, that it's going to make me live longer. Yeah thrive, happier, all of those things, you know, after the, um, the whole blood pressure thing, that was serious. But then I had like a little bit of a breast cancer scare where there was a spot on my breast. Um, and, um, they thought, so they took it out, they did a biopsy and they said, we need to go in, there's tissue. So basically it was pre pre cancer. So I'm good. But during that whole time I felt stronger than ever. I was like, you know what, if I'm going to have to fight breast cancer, if I'm going to have to fight, fight COVID, I want to do it when I've got like some serious biceps and, and I'm ready to do it and I'm lean and I'm, you know, and I'm mean. So that's what's kept me going. And I think that's what makes me think that I would do this forever because I know that it's good for my body. That being said, I always tell people, I'm not an expert. I'm not a doctor. You right. have to talk to your doctor. And I did. I went back to my doctor every three months until I got his, you know, his blessing. And he said, 
Now he's not Catholic. He, remember, he is Sikh. <laughs> but he, he, he did give me his blessing, and he was like, "Wow, you did it! You look amazing. Your numbers are great." So back to the numbers: my blood pressure down, way down. My cholesterol, boom, way down. My triglycerides down. Every Dang. number that I wanted to go down, those were the numbers that I wanted to go down the scale, down, of course. But those other numbers, those numbers are the ones that are going to make me live longer. I am just, I, everything else is up. Joy, happiness, health, energy, mm-hmm. spirit. I mean, you say you're lean and mean. I'm sorry, you are anything but mean. You're yeah. like the antithesis <laughs> of mean, my dear. It's so inspiring. I'm like, I'm so inspired so right now because I feel amazing. like my whole life, I haven't wanted to eat breakfast. Like, I feel like people have been telling me to eat breakfast my whole life. It's so been I, a conflict for me waking yeah. up. Like, I want it, but I don't. Am I hungry? No. Am I not? I don't really I want it. I feel guilty sometimes when if, I if I go till two. Sometimes I go two, three, four. And this is one of those, this, I think, I have been like not realizing it, but kind of intermittent fasting sort of just naturally just because yeah. I get so busy and I just don't even think about it. And all yeah, of a sudden it'll be late in the focus. afternoon, but knowing about it and really understanding. People say that all the time. Yeah. People say that they're accidentally <clears throat> intermittent fasting. And the thing is, is if you do it by accident, you don't um, relish in the good you're doing for your body. And then you don't break your fast maybe in the right way. So if you're conscious oh, of, okay, I've been fasting for a reason. Now I'm going to break my fast and I'm going to do it right. Like I'm not going to just like, you know, cause, cause you think, oh gosh, I'm so hungry. I haven't eaten all day. I'm going to, I can eat a horse. Just don't a bag of like there's chips. a way to break your fast. <laughs> um, there's all these things that, <laughs> that make it work and make it right. And that's what, when you guys say you have a million questions, so many people had a million questions and, um, it's amazing when you talk about, how hungry we are for help and inspiration and tips and all those And you've been doing this. What I love is you've been doing this on your Instagram at Lynette Romero. You've been having... Uh, you've been answering fast these questions. Talks. You do the fast talks. You you do live. You go live. You answer people's questions. You are very open. Like you try to answer every question that comes through, and you're very open movement. and vulnerable. Mm-hmm. I love and this. Really <laughs> built a community. Yeah, yeah. it's exciting. And How it's is inspiring. it with that part of it? The social part, like because food is you know some. I had no idea. Love, right. I had no idea. Oh, oh, the social part about eating. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll tell you about that. But let me to, to go back to the fast talk with Lynette. We do it on Fridays. It's it's you know fast Fridays, and I thought you know what I can't get back to everybody's email and these DMs that I'm getting, and I felt really bad that I wasn't able to res- respond to people. So I said I'm going to do one Q and A. Um, so I kind of told them ahead of time, and and so I I did it, and it was an hour, and there was it was amazing. There were so many great questions, and. It, it was 66,000 people watched that first wow. one that That's I did. incredible. I know. Look not at the same time, but they inspiring. kept coming. You know, they go back and yeah. so you can see your views. 66,000 views for that first fast talk. That's and then they're incredible. like, can you come back next week? Can you come back next week? You're I'm like, like, okay, oh. I'll come back as long as you guys have questions. And so we've been doing it every Friday since last That's April. A journey you're and, um, inspiring. So see, I'm not the only one yeah, with questions. No, so I feel much and, better. Thank go you. Watch fast talk. You can ask her right there. And you know, that's Friday. part of friendship, a community that you've built where people who are either like-mindedness or need that inspiration, mm-hmm. want that knowledge, want to get on a ride. But in the beginning, before all that happened, who was on that journey with you? Because I've had many friends who maybe want to stop drinking and their partner is like, no, I'm mm-hmm. going to keep drinking. Or let's say I'm on a spiritual path and my friends are like, yeah, I'm not on that ride with you. I don't support that. Mm-hmm. A lot of times people for bring you, you down. Yeah. to support you in the journey where you weren't in the community that you're in now. And you were more isolated with this personal journey of weight loss and health. Yeah, I would say hands down, it's always David. Mm-hmm. You know, he's been there through 
ups, the ups and the downs, um, whether it be weight or emotions, all of it. Um, and, you know, he he's tried different things with me. I mean, we had a whole fertility um, mm. journey that we went through after we had Olivia. And I think about the things that he did for me during that journey. Um, when you love someone, you you walk with them on their journey, whether you want to be there or feel comfortable there or not. And it's better and the worse. he did that then. We, yeah, we went to see, I, I always tell this story, we went to see um, a healing, a shaman, and um, she sent us to this, um, a, like a healing evening thing where there were these drums and you had to close your eyes, and, the, and we were all wearing shawls, and you guys know David, like he, <laughs> he's like a real straight shooter, and yeah. they said, close your eyes and you'll be healed, and this is for me, like, oh, I wanted another baby so bad, and so I was going to do anything, so they're like, they're playing these drums, and we're, we're going, boom, 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 and we're all closing our eyes, and I opened one eye, and I saw my husband going, boom, 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 Oh, boom. he did it. Committed. He did it for you. anything for me, and, and so he did the same thing with the, with the fasting, he jumped on board with me and he didn't do it as obviously as fiercely as I did because I needed to lose more than him, but he lost a good 20 pounds like that. And he practices fasting now still. He doesn't do it to the same extent that I do. That's hard owning Um, restaurants. But he he does it. He does it and he believes in it. Okay, so talk about that social, social aspect of it yeah. because, you know, there's lots of invitations to go out to lunch, go out to dinner. So much of our life is around out. food. Maybe, well, obviously, no one's going out anymore. Right now, the restaurant is not. Can you tell us about the restaurant? Can you give a little plug for your restaurant right now? And get David. <laughs> yeah, so David we have a hi. restaurant um, in Burbank that you guys tried. Oh, um, And it is called Morrison's. And um, the Morrison. And it's on um, Magnolia. And it's like kind of right by Porto's. And I think it's uh, right by Pass, Magnolia Pass. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, I was going there nonstop all through October and you know, we, when we were finally able to open and then the stay at home order and the, you know, the forced closure. So we've had to close it, but we still do takeout. So I was there on New Year's Eve planning to leave right away and we got busy. And so we stay and I was packing up the boxes and sending the food out. So with that, yeah, I mean, we've got great food. We have these amazing truffle fries that uh-huh. I can't oh, live yeah. without. Oh, yeah, they're amazing. Uh, so I incorporate them into my feeding window. So again, fasting, it's about your fasting window. You close that window, you don't eat. And when you open your window for your feeding window, you eat. And so I pick and choose what I'm going to eat and when. So if I have, if I have a brunch to go to, that's important to me, Mm -hmm. I open my window early and then I close it early and I Ah. get a good fast in the next day. Every day is a new day. So if I blow it and I have blown it, I, blow it reset. and the next day I fast. You just reset. And so, yeah. Sounds like a priority. Exactly. Like you priori- This is such a priority for you that the social aspect, you either participate and don't eat or like you said, change your schedule around to accommodate the eating at that time. That makes sense. I, I, I do have to say the, the phrase, my feeding window I like feeding is really like funny a to me. I just feel like, get out of the I way. Lynette, Lynette's on her four hours. I'm, you at gotta move. I'm at a trough <laughs> like a cow eating. That's exactly how I feel about it. It's like I'm a trough. I know. I know. But it is. It's a fasting window and a feeding window. I don't know. But my biggest takeaway from this is truffle fries. If I really got the message. <laughs> But I'm going to order from your restaurant tonight. I would. So I would love, I would love to start this year in a way that is healthy. I've always thought about this. I haven't, you know, I've caught your fast talk and I've been in, I've been in and I've been out and I've been in and listen, I'm like, I want to go and really research it the way Lynette did. And I want to look a little further into that. And this is kind of inspired me to go, maybe it's time because, you know, we're in the 50 zone. Mm-hmm. You're approaching the 50 zone, y'all. I have nine months, Lynette, till I'm 50. 
So, bitch, I, we're gonna this, do this. This Let's New Year's was a big this. deal for me. I have been fasting. I haven't made it. I make it till like one thirty, and then I have mm-hmm. fallen at around seven. I know, which is bad. You don't want to eat past because you want that three hours before you go to bed. So if I do it, then I'm mm-hmm. like, well, if I go to bed at one a.m., <laughs> I'm like, so I have been talking and we lying to myself, this. which we do in diets, but. Hey. I am on a right track and I have, you know, a new That's lease awesome. on life. And I think emotions yeah. play a part of it. Like you just dropped I've been like in a very depressed. I just dropped two hundred pound husband. So <laughs> I feel lighter already. But no, I think and that wasn't that fast. mentally I think <laughs> exactly. you really have to be in a mental space for this. And I think I've been in a depressive state. I've been yeah. in survivor mode and mm. and you know, getting into the fifty zone, your body just doesn't metabolize like it does. Let's face it. Um, but you know, I'm not about excuses. I'm right. just fat. That's that's all there is to it. And I've been in a depressive state and it is what it is. I look at pictures, yeah. we've gone through so many old pictures to find for the show and with you and I look at myself and I'm like oh my god I thought I was fat back then I I was was freaking hot and what's I was gonna write a book I always thought if I wrote a book I'd call it I wish I was as fat as I used to think I was (laughs) and other musings of remaining grateful in the present exactly (laughs) like you look back and go why did I waste time in my 30s or 20s thinking I wasn't beautiful or right. you, you just have to be, like you said, you have to be present. You have you to be conscious right now. You have to be honest yeah. with yourself. And this is a good year. This is going to be a great year for people. We can say goodbye to 2020. We can have hope. 2020 is hindsight. And you guys I mean, are on this is. ride for me. We all need to look good for my 50. Okay. We are here for you. We look forward to Here's the irony. Here's mm-hmm. the irony here. I would love to do this because uh, the acronym of our name is fat. Fats. But Did you know that, uh, Friends, some, and then some. But then if you move and then the some is fats. It's fast. It's also oh, fast. Yeah. If you, so there you go. We it's could do destiny, a you guys. Friends, some, and some, then. And the three of you doing it together, the three of you doing it together will make a big difference yeah. because we you'll have your I'm down. support I'm down. system. Fats, fast. Um, but you have to, you really have to read about it. You yes. have to okay. learn about it. That way it, it's coming not just from like, I really want to do this, but right. like, I really right get this, here. and I want to do this with do my you brain, you know. An and you have to check with your doctor next week. And to what sit were the with apps? Us. You had li- listed a couple of apps on Life? one of your you fast talks. What was the app? Life, and there was another one. That I you use gave. I use the Life app. I was going back and forth between Life and Zero. Um, I Zero, mostly that's use what the was. Life app. Um, and then there's one called the Simple app. App. A lot of people, a lot of simple? the people who come to my fast talk, they use the Simple app. Uh-huh, it's called Simple. Um, but I really do like the life app because it tells you where you are in, in the autophagy and, you know, in the whole, um, you know, it. breakdown. And so I can see when I hit ketosis, when I hit deep ketosis, all that. It also kind of tells you like your history. Um, so, for example, I could show you um, like it'll tell me how many. So I didn't do I, I stopped kind of inputting things. Um around the time that I had the whole breast cancer scare because I yeah, kind of, of I would say I fell off the wagon, but I kind of got a little bit. And so I wasn't inputting my information, but I was still fasting. But I have fasted. Um, I fasted since I started this on this program and it's not complete. 7,313 <gasps> hours. Oh. My longest fast was 67 and hours. And how many That's years have you been on it? I've spent 3,000 hours in ketosis and I've done a total of 345 fasts. 
It's called so Life I've done 345. it a fast every day for over, you for know, for over a year. Days. Is it the one with the blue with the heart? Is that it? The blue with the white heart? Yes. Fat life mm-hmm. fasting mm-hmm. tracker. Hmm. And give us your handles again for all the listeners and I just installed it. out there on YouTube. Yay. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> I have zero hours so, fasting. Um, <laughs> but but you, you're going to start tomorrow. And as far you, as you I'm start at 12 hours. And then work yeah, your exactly. way out. Like you just, you know, it's like being a, a long distance runner. You know, you do it a little bit at a time. Um, so you can find me on Instagram at Lynette Romero, on Twitter at Lynette Romero, on Facebook. Um, my fast talk with Lynette um, is on Fridays. It used to be every Friday at noon, and now it depends on my schedule for work. So sometimes it's at one, sometimes it's at two, but I'm going to try to do it every Friday. Uh, continue that. That's um, Instagram Live. And yeah. I invite people. I'm sorry. That was Instagram, Instagram Live. Live. That's where you can tune into Fast it's Fridays. Instagram Live. Mm-hmm. And if you go back, if you go to my Instagram page, um, I save all of my Instagram lives onto my IG yes, TV page. Yeah, Instagram I've seen them. It's great. TV page. It. So it shows your you can go back and watch them and see them and learn. And I'm giving information, but I bring in people who who watched me on the news and said, oh my God, what is going on with you? What are you doing? People thought I was sick. People thought I had cancer. People are, you know, are absolutely convinced that I had gastric bypass, which is okay. They can think what they want. Well, that's just um, opinion. There's always naysayers, it's right? It's fine. It, it's fine. Um, but but for, for the most part, the people who join just are looking for this community. And we have a great community of people who kind of, we just inspire each other. So it's tips, info, and inspo. And every time I'm done, I think, oh my gosh, I am so lucky because they have just inspired me. I'm going to keep doing this. Yeah, now you've and, got accountability. You know, you, feel, to... you feel connected. That's, That's a huge part of it. Yeah, is having a, a network. Community. Maybe yeah. we can 100. lose some weight and gain sixty-six thousand followers of Lynette. <laughs> That'd be good too. <laughs> hey, it's a win-win-win. <laughs> Oh, that's fantastic. Well, I mean, it's a wonderful day today, too, right? I heard a little bird oh, told me. Oh, my God. Speaking of birthdays. Your birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to Lynette. Happy birthday to you. We will, we will keep our day jobs, Lynette. Yeah, that was really Thank bad. Thank you. Me and Petsutani Phil. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's Groundhog Day. It. It do it over. Like oh, sh- because that, we'll do it again. Happy yeah. birthday. <laughs> it, it's just the best birthday gift ever is how small your shadow's gotten. Exactly. <laughs> right on. Look at your shadow. Yeah, you can barely see it. I don't have to be afraid of my shadow. No, exactly. it looks amazing. Well, thank you for spending really your fantastic. birthday with this, us. We yeah. are so grateful that you were here and shared that story of vulnerability and all the challenges you faced. Where is your husband anyway? Is he lurking yeah, behind him? Yeah. 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 We just Let's wanted to man. say... Hello to the man, <laughs> the myth, he? the legend. It does David. take, know. you know, if you have a household where one person is on a certain mission and the yeah. other person isn't, or however many people, it can be a challenge. Well, it's I good saw to get an analogy that team. was interesting. Like when you're in a relationship, it's kind of like codependent. You have like one person here, one person here, and then yeah, suddenly yeah. someone starts standing up, mm-hmm. and this you can't get Just as close unless that person stand stands up too. too. Oh, so oh, when you both that. stand up together, you can stand closer. And it's just a, so beautiful to have that journey when you're, and so nice to have the support that you have. Yeah, especially when a lot of people will a lot of people will say you're starving yourself. This is terrible. Don't do it. Don't do it. And I have a lot of people on on the um, fast talk with Lynette who say I don't tell anybody what I'm doing because every single person I've told has been very judgmental. Negative. Um, So, yeah, yeah, because it's different. But you're I don't know if you guys have seen I, I feel like I'm seeing and hearing about it. So much at every turn, yeah. everybody's talking more and about more and more. fasting. Yeah, yeah it's I was new... excited to learn about it today because I've been hearing so much about it and didn't know anything about it. This has been fantastic. Yeah, it's well, amazing. We're here for you, Lynette. Fantastic. I hear, 
Fat tastic. I hear a little, I hear a little birdie coming to say hi. Oh, we can see the man. You know, behind every powerful woman. Were your ears burning, David? He is behind her, too. There he is. That's good to see you. We love you, David, and thank you for being such a wonderful support system to your gorgeous wife. We knew you would be. I have my earpiece, and they said thank you for being such a wonderful support system. Yes. And what are we getting for my birthday? And we love Morrison's, and we can't wait to go back and eat again for takeout, truffle fries. Thank you for... everybody. Hope you're all well. Thank you. Tell them we want some truffle fries and Brussels sprouts. We want truffle fries. Stand up and show This is to Morrison. Oh, that's it. Yay. It's such a good restaurant. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Happy birthday. We love you, Lynette. You Tune in to KTLA to see Lynette on Instagram, Facebook. so much fun. And thank you for joining. You you know what? We always tell people as we leave, now you're part of our friends but girl, you have been there from the beginning. You've been there from the the jump off, sister. Thanks for being a little bit of Vensum in this friendship today. We really appreciate it. I love it. (laughs) We appreciate everything you shared today. So this, ladies and gentlemen, you can catch us on YouTube. You can catch us on Facebook and Instagram, Friendsome and Vensum. Anywhere you get your podcast download. Follow us, just not home for dinner. You know what I'm saying? Because we'll be fasting anyway. So (laughs) subscribe, subscribe. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Another episode of Friendsome and Vensum. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.